Hello, and welcome to the latest podcast for the Lancet Infectious Diseases. I'm Gavin Cleaver, and today we're going to be talking with Dr. Valentina Cambiano about her new research into the cost-effectiveness of PrEP for HIV prevention. Dr. Cambiano, please will you introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Valentina Cambiano, and I'm a lecturer in the Institute for Global Health at University College London. Well, Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a very interesting and topical area. So what is PrEP, and what do we know about its effectiveness? So uh, PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis, and basically it involves uh, the use of drugs used to treat uh, HIV, um, antiviral drugs, but in people who don't have HIV. And so the aim of PrEP is to prevent HIV-negative people from getting HIV. And they can take this medication either every day, so we refer to it as continuous PrEP, or they can take it before and after having a sex set which is called uh, event-based PrEP. In our paper, we focused on oral PrEP, so basically one pill containing a combination of two antiviral drugs, uh, which are emtricitabine and tenofovir. Regarding efficacy and effectiveness, I think we do have excellent data in terms of whether PrEP works both uh, in like research condition and real life, especially for gay and other men who have sex with men. There are three very well-conducted uh, randomized controlled trials that really provided the evidence, and these are the IPREX, IPERGAY, and the PROUD study. The PROUD trial in particular was conducted in the UK and evaluated whether PrEP would work uh, if distributed to people through sexual health clinics, which is how it is envisaged it could be delivered if available through the national health system. In this study, gay men and transgender women were randomized to use either PrEP daily, uh, immediately, or to delay PrEP initiation by one year. And they found that it reduced the risk of HIV infection by 86%, so very high effectiveness. And the same reduction was found by the IPEGAY study when considering event-based PrEP also in gay men. And so what are the main concerns uh, that have developed so far regarding the introduction of PrEP as a preventive therapy? So PrEP is considered a major new advance in HIV prevention. The benefits heavily uh, outweigh any concern. However, there were concerns about the fact that uh, PrEP effectiveness could be compromised in the real world setting. However, the PROUD study actually showed very high effectiveness in the real world. Another concern was that uh, sexually transmitted infection would increase in people on PrEP because of lower condom use. Within the PROUD study, again, no significant difference in STIs was found among the two arms, except for a trend towards lower rectal chlamydia in the arm not receiving PrEP compared to the arm receiving it. It's fair to say that in this study, actually, the, the rates of STIs were very high in both arms. However, people on PrEP are being testing for HIV regularly, and generally, at the same time, they would be screened for STI. So... If this is the case, it could also increase the STI control, but this will be, need to be monitored over time. From the NHS perspective, uh, our paper shows that a provision of PrEP is cost-effective, so eventually the NHS is likely to save money as a result of it being introduced. However, the main concern is the uncertainty over the size of the initial investments, the budget team in the first few years due to the cost of PrEP and the uncertainty about how many gay and other men and sex men would actually start using PrEP and for how long they would take it. Where, where does the United Kingdom currently stand on, uh, on PrEP availability? So at, at the moment, um, in England, uh, the NHS is not providing PrEP exposure prophylaxis. 
while uh, NCS Scotland does since this year. In the UK, however, it is legal to buy and import PrEP as long as it is for personal use. And it is believed that some people, especially in London, are getting it through this, this, through this route. But it is not clear if they are being monitored for side effects or having free monthly HIV tests as it is recommended for people on PrEP. Participants on the PROW trial continue to have access to PrEP. And then there is this PrEP impact trial, which will provide PrEP to around 10,000 people. And it is planned to be up and running by the end of the month. And this is the way by which people will be able to access PrEP. So moving on to your study then, uh, what were the aims and what did you find? So the aim of our study uh, was really to evaluate whether PrEP is cost-effective from a health system perspective. And what I mean with this is that when we are thinking about gay and other men who have sex with men, we wanted to evaluate whether, given its budget impact, the benefits of providing PrEP are likely to be greater than the benefits associated with other healthcare interventions which will consequentially be foregone as a result of resources being committed to PrEP. And what we found was that a PrEP program for gay and other men who have sex with men who report recent sex without a condom and recent HIV tests is likely to be not only cost-effective for the UK health system, but actually cost-saving. So our projections suggest that by offering PrEP, uh, we would expect health improvements in terms of reduced HIV-related morbidity and mortality through infections prevented. So in the long term, it saves the NHS money through avoiding the future cost of treating people who would have otherwise become uh, HIV positive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so why do you feel it's, it's so important that these results are published now? It is a very important time because the NHS has been considering making PrEP available and in a climate of limited resources for healthcare provision, this information is an important factor in their decision-making process. And so finally then, um, how, how could the reduction of the price in, of antiretroviral agents impact on the results of your study? So at the current cost of antiretrovirals, so the introduction of um, PrEP becomes cost-effective when considering a time horizon of 40 years or more. However, as the cost of antiretroviral decrease, uh, which seems inevitable given that they are produced for millions of people in low-income setting at 100 the price 